Buddha recitation is not just for ordinary people. Even bodhisattvas of the Ten Grounds recite the Buddha's name. Those who are unaware might say, Buddha recitation is for foolish people. Only those without wisdom would recite the Buddha's name. That is slandering the Buddha and the Dharma. Complete nonsense. Buddha recitation is the greatest and most honorable universal gateway. What makes it wonderful is that it is accessible to people of all dispositions. Even those with many karmic hindrances can practice it. Wonderful. This is an especially wonderful Dharma. There are many secular endeavors that ordinary people cannot pursue. However, everyone can practice Buddha recitation. Those with superior capacities must also practice Buddha recitation. That is why it is suitable for people of all three kinds of capacities and gathers in those with sharp or dull faculties. It is a special Dharma method for realizing Buddhahood. How do we practice Buddha recitation? First, we recite single-mindedly. Second, we recite out loud using the tongue. The six sense faculties include the eyes, ears, nose, and tongue, but not the mouth. The mouth is included in the three karmas, thoughts, words, and actions. The six sense faculties refer to the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind. Buddha recitation uses the sense faculty of the tongue. Without the tongue, using only the mouth would not produce any sound. There might be sounds, but we would not be able to distinguish the words. When we recite, every word should be clear. How do we make it clear? We should be able to hear it with our ears. It is only clear if we can hear it. Every recitation of the Buddha's name should come from a mind of utmost sincerity. Chanted clearly and vibrantly, heard clearly by our ears, and imprinted back into our minds. Our ears clearly hear the sound, and our minds are clearly aware of the recitation. That is, we are aware of each and every recitation. There are six characters in each recitation. Do not be careless with any one of the six characters. Focus all of our energy and strength on a single point. This is called a single practice. Once this is achieved, we will have attained single-mindedness with no scattered thoughts. This is how we should recite, whether it is one time or hundreds of thousands of times, whether it is for one day or one week. Regardless of the length of time you have been practicing, if you can persist for your entire life, your diligent efforts will generate meritorious virtues. By reciting with utmost sincerity in such a way, each recitation generates boundless meritorious virtues. Otherwise, it simply becomes a chore. If it becomes a chore, then your mouth is chanting while your mind is scattered. Even if you chanted until you lost your voice, your efforts would be in vain, because you lack focus and aspiration. Instead, your deluded thoughts are in pursuit of fame, profit, the seven emotions, and six desires. 
Your mind is turning away from awakening and uniting with defilement, still in line with the secular world. In doing so, we are moving further away from the goal of being reborn in our original home of the Western Pure Land. Everyone, please pay attention to this most important point. What if you want to use a rosary? When using a rosary, don't keep moving the beads forward with each recitation. That is not how you should use them. Instead, move one bead for every three recitations. This is how to keep the mind focused. Otherwise, you would not be putting the rosary to good use. You are not using it properly if you chant Omitofo, Omitofo, and quickly move the beads along. Rather than being in such a hurry, you should maintain a calm mind and chant Namo Omitofo, Namo Omitofo, Namo Omitofo moving one bead for every three recitations at the beginning, and advance to six, nine, or ten recitations per bead. This is a way to practice. If we chant the Buddha's name using this method, we will surely be reborn in the Western Pure Land together. May we all be reborn in the Western Pure Land.